0: In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
1: Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle.
2: What is up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? Thank you for joining us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show. And if it's your first time and you just stumbled across this by accident, first of all, welcome. Second of all, how? And third of all, a little bit about us. We are the show that dives into the discography and catalog of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. And we do it one track at a time. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Joining me as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, do you have enough in you to uh, get through uh, the rest of the show vocally? I think so. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, podcasting with John uh, and
3: Scott on the Aerosmith Show and doing some uh, theme yeah. music. So, uh it, it's catching up to me a little bit but i had a good workout at the gym uh i'm knocking down a theater in my spare time we're now day three yeah. of knocking down the old building and it's pretty much gone uh so that, so that's been a lot of fun and uh we gonna talk some van halen and i'm very excited about our guests here tonight uh brad's been with us uh for for quite a while uh it, it reached out long long time ago one of the guys who's very very patient uh mark why don't you give him uh, your patented intro
2: Joining us on the show, fan of the show, supporter of the show, and the first time we're getting a father-son duo uh, combination for the guests. Please welcome Brad and Nathan. How you guys doing? We're
4: doing great today. Th- thanks. A L- little late for us, but uh, we're, we're excited. So. Well,
2: we're tell happy about that
4: these, in any way. Yeah. yeah the, <laughs>
3: these darn time zones, I tell you. No. It's all good.
4: Well, we're well, uh, glad to have you. Uh, you I know, thought
3: that Nathan yeah. almost had a baseball game, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of bad weather. And so like, they keep having like reschedule and cancel games. So Mm
2: -hmm. we'll we'll see. I'm, I'm curious, uh, uh, Nathan, what a pray tell, I probably know the answer, but I'll just, I'll just go ahead and ask it since you are a first timer on the show. What was your introduction to the band Van Halen or rather who introduced them to you? Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's a good dad right there. Yeah.
4: I will tell you this, this guy is, he is my concert buddy. Um, He got to see the last tour. He was 10 and uh, nine, nine or 10. He's uh, he's, he's about three weeks shy of of 18 right now, but. um, Oh yeah. So we had the last tour, took him out down at West Palm and uh, that was my third and final time. I got to see him, but uh, this guy, I mean, It is how many how many shows have you been to in the last in the last year? Well, 2023 or
1: 2022. Like yeah. Um well this this year was just
4: four. Yeah, okay. We're in April and he's already been the four. I mean yeah,
3: yeah. He's his his
4: aunt takes good care of him, and and anytime I want to go to a show, he's ready to go.
3: So it's great. That is Can you adopt me too? I I need to go to more shows. Can you adopt me? <laughs> you, you want to know the
4: truth, Corey? I actually thought about this today. I saw that uh, Mammoth had released some more tour dates. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I've been to Canada once. I said, they go up in that area. I'm reaching out to Corey. We'll go.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to see <laughs> Mammoth next August in Edmonton when they're opening for Metallica.
4: I saw that. I think there are, doesn't it start? It starts this August, right? And maybe we may one more. It starts this April. It, it was April?
3: Well, the, the tour, their tour starts this April overseas. I think they're starting in Amsterdam.
4: Yeah, but I think, right, I think in the U.S. it's the Meadowlands in August. Yeah. Yep. And he's going off to college. I'm thinking maybe one more show before. <laughs> but uh, I got to see them once when they opened for Guns N' Roses. We both did. Everybody was all excited to see Guns N' Roses. And I want to see Mammoth, so.
3: That's how I'm like, I like Metallica and all, but I'm more excited to see Mammoth. Though. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, uh, Guns N' Roses are seasoned uh, uh, players in a seasoned band. Also, it's Guns N' Roses. You never know if you're actually going to get a performance or if you're going to get half or none at all. So I get it. And, uh, you know, uh, Wolfie doing his thing is still relatively, relatively fresh, despite the fact that he's been playing for quite a while now. But it's still uh, Mammoth is fresh. So, yeah, of course, you absolutely want to get down on it. And having the name Van Halen doesn't hurt either. So, yeah, yeah, that's totally understandable. So, well, right on, Nathan, you are, as a performer myself, you are one of the people, one of the supporters that we actually look forward to uh, having at, at constant shows. So, Keep on supporting your uh, your favorite acts, no matter if they're local or international or whatever, like support. It's what it's all about right now. And these are dire times for touring musicians. So any support anybody can give is appreciated. So, uh, Corey, speaking of Mammoth, speaking of Van Halen stuff, anything uh, from our friends at the news desk that uh, you want to talk about?
3: Oh, there's a few things. Everybody should head on over to VHND.com. Our good buddy Eric Senech writes for them. Uh, there's a great little uh, blurb from Nuno Betancourt about the time Eddie Van Halen came by to visit while Xtreme was recording their upcoming album, Six. So they've been working on this album for quite a while. But he talks about recording the uh, solo for Rise. And uh, Gary Sharon kept texting him and bugging him. And he's like, fucking Gary knows not to bug me when I'm recording guitars. And he said "Gary's Gary's like, no, you got to come downstairs. You got to come downstairs. He walks downstairs and it's Eddie Van Halen. And uh, he's like, okay, well, you can't come up and even hear the solo until I'm done with it. But when I'm done, will you come back? And Eddie he said, sure. And then that was the last he ever saw of Eddie Van Halen. So uh, man, that interview, uh, sadly, is on the Van Halen News Desk as well. Sammy Hagar dropped some nuggets. uh, Of course, live right here, right now, dropped on Record Store Day, April 22nd. Uh, Sammy did a little uh, unboxing video uh, of his copy and kind of let it slip that uh, the remastered Van Hagar catalog is coming soon with extra tracks. That was a little bit of new information. So, you know, maybe Crossing Over will be on the balance reissue. I think uh, both you and I were huge fans of that song, Mark. So they wanted yeah. to put that on a, on an extra disc uh, for that reissue. That'd be fantastic. Absolutely. And then, of course, yes. we alluded to it, uh, Mammoth WVH announces a North American tour dates with Ultra Bridge and 7Dust. That's going to be a great tour as well. Check them out if they're coming anywhere near you. Unfortunately, they announced a Canadian leg, which means Toronto. Uh, sometimes Montreal and Vancouver. Not really a Canadian leg. We're a pretty big country. Uh, you know, two two cities is, <laughs> does not a leg make. No, not get, at all. Did but... you get your copy? I did. Kevin Brown picked one up for me. I just got to get to uh, Saskatoon, which is about a four-hour drive, and get it from him. We're planning that for May Long Weekend. So uh, it's purchased. I just don't have it in hand yet. And I know a it lot of people who didn't underway. get it at all. <laughs> like uh, like some guys like Fat Man on Guitar uh, tweeted at me and said, you know, my record store had 20. And then I had other people saying, you know, my record store had one. And by the time I got through the line, it was gone. So uh, it was really kind of hit and miss on record store day. Who got a
2: copy? Well, then uh, I think uh, I, I, I can speak for uh, a lot of fans of Seven Dust anyway, that uh, look, if you're going to see Alter Bridge and Mammoth do that, but also. Seven dust is still a very killer live band to go see live. So go check out that tour. If they're coming near you or if they're not near you, at least go to the one that's closest. I do believe that tour is hitting up, uh, my neck of the woods at some point. So, uh, fingers crossed. Cause I really mm-hmm. want to see Wolfie lay it down. So that's very, very cool. Cool. I mean, any, I would imagine that, uh, these upcoming, uh, releases are every collector's, uh, dream, especially if you're a Van Halen collector. So, Fingers crossed on that as well. That uh, we get some really interesting, cool, uh, previously unreleased things. So, yeah, exciting stuff, and I cannot wait for Corey to have that record on hand. Uh, Kevin, you're a good man for doing doing uh, uh, what you do for us. So, all right, he he didn't even jack up the price. Like I I checked on Discogs
3: four (laughs) hours after record stores open, people were selling it for 250 bucks online, and I paid it would have been about 120 American, 150 Canadian for it. So. Uh, Kevin is a good man and didn't jack up the price on me. Well, there he—he he must like you or something, because he uh, must. otherwise, I did promise <laughs> him a, a pint
2: uh, next time I see him in Saskatoon. So maybe oh, make it two but, i think uh, so yeah will yeah, have to that's, be that's, two. that's that's a good idea Yeah. Uh, or if there's uh if uh, maybe if they have a leader size get them get <laughs> them a, one or two of those there you go uh, that sounds that sounds awesome so all right all right if uh no more news what say we get on over to our twitter and check out the rock and poll all right you guys last week we finally uh after after finally uh, After all this time, and I've really been trying so hard to manifest the song, Ain't Talking About Love, we finally hit it. uh, And that was fantastic. Such a good show. But I wanted to know how everyone else was feeling. We always think we know what a particular track is going to do as far as the poll goes, but we've been surprised before. So this one, uh, we got an astounding, uh, I wouldn't say it was uh, completely, Uh, predictable but somewhat predictable we got a 91.7 percent what dreams are made of with an 8.3 percent dream is over and i just and i know we're not gonna we're not gonna get 100 percent every time i know that it's it's been made very clear uh after a few of the tracks that we thought should have just absolutely swept the floor uh didn't so now I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm curious as to what people are going to are, are saying about this track, but Corey, was this one, did you expect this one to go a little bit higher than 91%? Well,
3: I did because uh, I think I picked last week. It'd, it'd be 95.5 was kind of my, my wheelhouse. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 91 for a Van Halen one track is actually quite low. Uh, and actually, if you look at kind of the upper echelon uh, of our uh, vote totals here, let's go all the way up to the top. Hot for teacher was 96%. Mm-hmm. Uh Doa and Spanish Fly was also ninety six percent, ninety six percent for Mean Street, ninety eight percent for Take Your Whiskey Home, and uh ninety three for Woman in Love, ninety five point six for Unchained. But the uh, winner, the current leader, is still Little Guitars at ninety eight point six percent. So I am kind of surprised that Little Guitars is
2: still our highest uh, vote getter here. It 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 has outscored Unchained. Uh, Take Your Whiskey Home outscored it as well. I I just it's. These are some interesting votes, and I don't know if it's because our audience just has they have particular tastes for certain tracks or if there's some trolling involved. There's probably a little bit of trolling. There's always a little bit. Uh, We even, you know, in good jest, I believe it was uh, Chaz even trolled us a little bit with a with a vote down, even though he clearly stated that it was a vote up. But still, you never know. Uh, But I'm curious as to what everyone is saying. So. Well, you know, what, uh, go, uh, we have uh, Brad tweeted, so you'll
3: get to read his tweet. But oh, we didn't hear okay, from Nathan. I want to get Nathan's vote. Uh, you know, the song ain't talking about love. How would you have voted on that track? I,
1: I think it's one of their best. I mean, I don't
3: know who wouldn't? Exactly right. Like you're listening to the wrong <laughs> right. fucking exactly. show. If, uh... Who wouldn't?
2: <laughs> it's like it, it's it's such an iconic tune, and it's we mentioned last week. There's. This one got no, uh, this was not a single, it wasn't a single release at all, but it is just such a monster tune that this is the mainstay of all of their touring of all of their live shows. This, this is one of the tracks that always stayed on the set. So I don't understand how uh, anyone votes this thing down, but, uh, but you know what, let's go to the Twitter poll. Let's, let's find out what people are saying. uh, And we'll uh, read out some tweets brought to you by uh, our patrons. That's right. If you sign up on our Patreon, you get your tweet uh, guaranteed red on air. So I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, we'll start with our guest himself. Hey, he can explain himself in case I, I need him to explain anything further. Uh, from Brad Gould here. Top five Van Halen song, hands down. The sheer raw power and energy of the band shines in this upbeat anthem. The mix is balanced perfectly, and each member of the band's contributions are heard loud and clear, but in a way that adds not uh, that doesn't overpower the others perfect song brad do you stand by that statement because i stand by it
4: i i i if you voted this down fuck off that, that's <laughs> it
2: that's all you gotta say yep. well said yes <laughs> that's that's what i'm saying so um but i am curious as to uh you know what's funny Uh, If you're on our Patreon and uh, you want your tweet read, guaranteed, which you will, uh, there's no chance you're going to probably vote down uh, in terms of trolling unless you're just doing it for fun. So I would be curious if any of our patron members uh, voted this one down. I want to hear what they have to say, but let's just go down the list here. Uh, Our friends at Sean Geek and Fast Fred Podcast say, for the people downvoting, can we get your comments I need to know what it is about the song that you dislike. And uh, they go on to say, this isn't just a great song on its own. It's tied to so many memories to each and every Van Halen fan. When you saw Van Halen for the for your first time, or when you stole the cassette from Fast Fret's room to hear it. do wonder who he's talking about <laughs> there. Uh, or when Fast Fret copied the guitar leg for his his Strat. Uh, or when Fast Fred asked me if I wanted to jam with him for the very first time, and he opened with this, and I had to be Alex to his Eddie. This is way more than a song. It's an important statement. Rock was forever changed when Eddie Van Halen, or when Van Halen came into it. Very personal, very uh, uh, well well uh, said statement. So thank you. Uh, I'm mean, I'm just going to assume Sean was the uh, culprit behind yeah, that one. I, I don't think Todd tweets at all, sir. So. No, that's right. That's a good point. But uh, sh- shout out to Todd. We like him. Yeah. Uh, our friend Ryan Powell said, ain't talking about love is clearly in the top tier of Van Halen's catalog. Preach. The opening riff is intricate and complex while still serving as foreshadowing, uh, foreshadowing rather of the intensity to follow. One of the best breakdown sections and an iconic part of every concert. Hashtag what dreams are made of. Exactly. As I say, this was a mainstay in their entire set for like what the entirety of uh, their career since the song came out. So I yeah, I, if, if people didn't like it or if they, I don't know, I'm getting all worked up and I don't need to be. So (laughs) moving on. Kevin Brown, our friend Kevin Brown, lurking in the chat. What's up, Kevin? He says, has to be top 10 in the catalog and one that you have no business downvoting if you're a fan. An entire hair metal generation tried and failed to emulate the sound of this song, and it's one of the all-time great rock songs. Tone for Days, great vocal, hashtag what dreams are made of, and uh, hashtag W-D-A-M-A, I'm not sure, what dream what... uh... (laughs) Kevin, you
4: gotta tell us what, what that, that
2: hashtag is. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell <laughs> us what that second hashtag is, Kevin. But otherwise, I I agree with you on your on your statement. And um, <laughs> that's funny. He says uh, an entire hair metal generation tried to emulate it. He's not wrong. If you can no. go back, listen to "Ain't Talking About Love" just a couple of times. Get, you know, get it in your brain, and then take a deep dive into the hair metal generation, and you might be surprised at what you hear, or you won't be. Uh, So that's very, very funny. Very well said. Rave of Flav, our friend and patron member, says another one that puts Van Halen into well-deserved legendary status. Another song that starts with Ed's solo guitar and just another one where we all know the song from his first four notes. Uh, The best use of hey, 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 even better than the unknown stuntman. I mean, yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Moving forward. Greg Zito says the song makes the podium for the medal ceremony <laughs> with respect to if you want it, got to bleed for it. I always thought it was about Van Halen playing, uh, paying its dues and all the sacrifices they made to chase their dream. Ah, OK, so that's a, that's an interesting interpretation of the song. Then uh, the ones that we had, um, do you feel uh, do you, you kind of see where he's coming from in that one?
3: 100% I do, but I'll, I'll throw it to Brad. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: I mean, I, I'll i tell you after I was a, I'm not a Sammy or a Dave guy. I'm just, a, or, or even a Gary guy. I'm just a music guy, but, but I, I grew up in the Sammy era and, and it's clear. His lyrics are a lot clearer. So a lot of Dave stuff, I sometimes really have to sit down and listen to it. Like, what is he saying? And so after you guys said that, I listened to it three or four more times. I couldn't get to where you guys were. Right. But hmm. like, all right. you you know, you got to, you got to hunger, you got to work hard at it. And that's uh, so, yeah, I agree. I I think that's where it was going.
2: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So moving forward, uh, our friend Chaz at regarding Lulu says one of my favorite songs to play live. Everyone knows and loves this tune. 8% down voters come over here to the edge, stand here, look down. See ya got no time to mess around this is a stone cold classic cut of the highest order i see what you did there and i appreciate that because i love a good pun uh but no he i i'm with with him on this one it's just like i don't i don't understand where the downvotes are coming from i might i might have to like really search for uh if if anyone has any explanations here but so far not so much uh Don from Wabo and Cabo says, this is as good as it gets. The only way you don't choose what dreams are made of is if you are not a fan of the mighty Van Halen. And if that's the case, go find a Bieber podcast. So less kind, less kind words. Uh, because like, I legitimately want to know what people are, uh, why they would downvote it uh, unless they're trolling. If they're trolling, whatever. Uh and uh and I can't even blame the cult of Mariano on this one because I know for a fact John would never downvote this song. No, Von so. uh, John upvoted he even tweeted, like uh, who the hell downvoted this? So yeah, you see, there you go. Yeah. So uh all right, moving forward here. Uh Scott Monroe says, I agree with Ted Templeman that that it's the perfect rock song, and the guitar part is timeless. It has such a nighttime devil May Care swagger while expertly capturing their pop metal sound, the fist pumping. hey, hey, hey on the outro gives me goosebumps every single time. hashtag what dreams are made of. you're not wrong. It's like it is a powerful anthem and it's an outro. it's it's very much, I mean, you can imagine that. I unfortunately Nathan, you've got this one one up on me for sure. I I never got to see Van Halen live ever whatever iteration, never got to see it. but I can imagine. And you can look up live footage as well. But I can imagine just everyone at that part of the song is just like fists in the air, just like, hey, 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 I just that that would give me goosebumps as well, especially uh, if I'm on stage hearing it. And if I if I wrote that anthem, I mean, that's that's got to be some really, really high intensity. So, yep. Right there with you all the way, Scott. Thank you very much. All right. And moving forward. uh Oh, lost my list here. Nope, there we go. Let's see. Any other patriot? Yeah, Chasmatas says so. Fucking great! I had to vote twice, and I just practiced. It, uh, practiced it again. You down voters really need to examine your priorities, your motives, and make some positive fucking changes in your attitude. Uh, yes. Well said. <laughs> make some positive changes because I don't understand. Yeah, I, I still. I just don't get it. I'm looking around, Corey. Uh, I'm not seeing uh anyone's explanation as to why this might have been downvoted like no whatsoever the the, the one the closest one to a negative is jeff
3: brewer who says this is not in my top 10 so uh the downvoter is not giving us any ammunition this week or any indication why they're voting that way but
2: yeah but even but even jeff knows he he knows not to downvote this one because like yeah. why would you it's so good Uh, so, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, that might be, uh, all the ones from all our Patreon, uh, tweets, at least. All right. If you watch your tweet read
3: live on the air for pennies a day, you
2: you can give Mark a cup of coffee and he'll read your tweet for you. Absolutely doing that. So, uh, and if you are one of the, uh, the 8%, we're not here to judge you. We just want to understand. So, uh, if you you don't want to (laughs) tweet, okay, well, yeah, I I will try not to judge. I'll hear you out. So if you don't want to tweet <laughs> at me, at least, you know, send us an email or something, do it pri- privately message us going like, Hey, look, I didn't want to say it on, on, uh, on Twitter, but here you go. Here's my reason why. Uh, yep. And make it a good reason. Don't, don't, uh, don't waste time. This is a safe space. And uh, Kevin Brown uh, chimed in, in the chat,
3: uh, that hashtag we don't know about. It's a typo that someone called out last week. He thought he'd own it. So. Oh, well what dreams ask me anything i guess because it was what the
2: ama so (laughs) well you heard him go to kevin brown's twitter go to go listen to the tom petty project okay and seaside pod review there you are queen podcast yeah but
3: we're not talking tom petty we're not talking queen we're talking the mighty van halen and it's time to get some motherfucking manifestations let's go to the discord server first of our patrons we got a few on there uh scotty monroe wants to hear the full bug I'd be down oh, yeah. for that one. Absolutely. Our good buddy pair wants to hear Amsterdam. He's a big Mark fan. I think uh, really wants to get <laughs> Amsterdam going. Uh, Tom, uh, Kevin Brown also is going to throw another vote in for Amsterdam. And uh, Ryan Powell wants to hear feeling off of balance. So there, there's one that no one's manifested yet. So
2: <laughs> we got we so we've got balance and we've got diver down so it's like well it's uh either one of those as, as far as the discord is going so okay good stuff you guys look uh that's two I, I didn't even have to channel the power of manifestation for amsterdam not this time uh, you guys did it for me, but I know there's somebody back there that's very much looking forward to Amsterdam. So, you know, we'll see, fingers crossed. But before I uh, I ask you, Corey, I'm going to ask our honored guest, Brad, Nathan, you-, you talked a little bit before we went on the air about uh, having a manifestation in mind. So I ask you both this, what song or era at least uh of a van halen track do you guys want to manifest for the show today well he's reading the track list i'm
4: none of this let's pick one from every singer or every album or whatever i i grew up 91 when i first the first time i sat down and listened to van halen and pound cake came on and i was just like holy crap that just and then the video right? I mean, <laughs> you got power tools, hot chicks, and Eddie Van Halen with a guitar, pound cake. That's it. What more do you need? <laughs> that's right. You can,
1: you can say it. I was going to say pound cake too, um, but I want I want to go different. I, do somebody get me a doctor?
3: Yes. Really, there really, you go. I've been calling for that one for a while. That's a great, great yeah, was, choice. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say. So, hey, you never know. The time might, uh, the time might approach for that one. But uh, ooh, good call on Pound Cake. That's uh, that, much like you, Brad. That is a song that is the the moment I heard it as well. I was like, oh yeah, this this is gonna be something that, truly special. And it's, special and I, it seeing, it is.
4: and I remember seeing that one when they did it on the uh, Van Halen uh, uh, the uh, MTV Music Awards. They came out and played. Yeah. It. That was, that was really good. And-
2: absolutely. There you go. So we got one for pound cake. Somebody get me a doctor. So Corey to you, uh, what, uh, what particular track is uh, will, will get you in the right mood to just absolutely rock the hell out. Well, I'm feeling like
3: a fuck. Uh, last time, uh, we, we spun one of those tunes. I actually called the album, but not the track. And we actually came about an inch away from spinning this one. When you spun right now, I want to hear
2: a little top of the world tonight. Ooh, two fucks. We got two fucks. There we go. Okay. So, so now it's tied between, uh, uh, some two diver downs and two Amsterdam's now two fucks. Uh, so it is all up to me. Uh, Lydia, do you have a manifesto? Nope. She left. Nope. It's cool. Uh, the, the cat's got no opinion. Uh, for me, I think, I think it might be time. And I know I'm going to sound like a broken record. Uh, no pun intended whatsoever on this one, but I think it's time for Amsterdam. That's what I think. I, I think it's time. Um, if not Amsterdam, I wouldn't be mad at another balance track whatsoever, but uh, I just, I just feel in my heart. There's something, there's something in the air uh, and maybe uh, you, you discord uh, people have something <laughs> to, say, to do with that. I don't know, but I think, I think it's time for better or for worse. I think it's time. So bringing forth all the manifestation power to bring Amsterdam to the show. So with all that said, with all, All of it locked in and we're ready to go. At least I think Brad, Nathan, you guys ready to go. They are ready. The thumbs up, Corey. I'm assuming you're ready to go. I get Sammy warmed up in the back lurkers in the chat on watching us live. I hope you're ready because it's time. So whenever you're ready, Sammy, take it
3: away. All right. We're going to prime this first Uh, because we're trying to spin pound cake or top of the world. uh, Fuck has four letters. We're going to shuffle one, two, three, four times. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Oh, I just missed mine. Oh, but somebody in the Discord did call his shot. Oh, they did. It's the full bug. Scott Monroe
2: joins the manifestation club. You did it, sir. Look at that. The full bug. We are diver down it is. We tried, we we tried so hard for balance, but it's fine. It's fine. Balance and fuck. We tried, but, uh, it seemed, uh, the wheel, the wheel likes to give us diver down when we least expect it. I feel, uh, it really it, does, it's man. almost, I it, it just, it's, it's either diver down or it's Van Halen three when we just absolutely least expect it or one at the least on a particular album. That's when the wheel decides that, Nope, this is what you're going to get. So, uh, the full bug. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, the full bug is one of the tracks from this album, because again, Diver Down is not one that I kept in a regular rotation for myself. Obviously I know the hits, you know, mainly the covers there. Uh, but, uh, this one kind of escaped me. I know I've heard it, but I'm really, my brain is kind of struggling for a second to bring all the intricacies of, uh, how the song is, um, structured, uh, it's, it's having hard kind of bringing that to the forefront. So I'm curious as to hear this and I'm curious to see, uh, how I feel about it, uh, with, uh, I guess a fresh perspective, uh, Corey, you got anything, uh, about uh, the full bug that, uh, you, you want to uh, talk about before we get started?
3: Let's throw it up to uh to Brad and, and, yeah, that, and that's Corey
4: One any time to make up his yeah. Own mind. Yeah.
3: <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to look up info. I'm not like Kevin Brown, where I, I pause the podcast and I go and look up information on the song. I do it on the fly.
2: Hey, I tried to banter give you a few minutes or so, but uh good call. Yeah. Hey Brad, Nathan, you got anything about the full bug you want to talk about without uh, tipping your hand too soon?
4: You know, I mean I am with you. Diver down is is uh not one of my favorites i listen to uh, listen to van halen i, I don't want to say every day but you know m- many times on my drive commute i've got it on diver down i was never a big fan of um i have heard it i'm thinking thinking in my in my head as to some of the bits of it um, um of course i'm probably totally wrong but um truthfully it's still van halen you know it's it's they put something together some artists got together and put together a song and and uh i want to yeah i'm kind of hearing it fresh i guess even though i listen to van halen all the time so um if i remember right i think there's some banter in it maybe a little bit of um a little bit like uh hot for teacher kind of um hmm. i think i think um uh, but anyway, it, you got anything?
1: I don't know this song unless I hear it and know it, but I don't know <laughs> off, the, off the
3: name. Yeah. The mm-hmm. The thing that always jumped out at me was the, uh, the opening guitar was played by David Lee Roth. I think it's the last time he actually played guitar uh, on a Van Halen track. I'll try and confirm that as the song's going on here, but uh, he does guitar and harmonica, uh, I believe, on this one, so. Anyone you know what a you full didn't bug know,
2: is? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know the the answer right off the top of your head. You're not an expert in this no, uh, no, album no. band. Ah, no, I'm, well. I'm
3: texting Eric Senich David play harmonica. <laughs> no, uh, and and the full bug. I had to look up what the hell the full the full bug means. Yeah, what is the but full bug? It refers to success. To succeed at something, you've got to give it everything you have. Make the maximum effort to do everything possible. You know, give it the Deadpool, the full bug.
2: Oh, I see. I thought it meant, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have uh, just a a small little illness. You got the full bug. Uh, Maybe uh, Dave was talking about some venereal disease or some sort, but uh, glad to know I was wrong about that.
3: Oh, do you you want to hear the quote from Dave uh, about why he called the song, the full bug? Don't I? All right, here we go. David Lee Ross said, and I quote, you know, when you have a cockroach and they run around the house and get into a corner we used to have these shoes called PRFCs, Puerto Rican fence climbers, okay? And this was aptly titled because if you're running from the police or what have you, and you were wearing your PRFCs, you can hit the fence at a dead run and your foot would stay in and you could commence climbing immediately, which is the essence of the whole sport anyway. And these were also great shoes for when the cockroach moves into the corner and you get at it with your foot or the bro- or you can't get to it at the- with the foot or the broom anymore. You just jam your toe into the corner and hit as hard as you can. And if you did it right, you got the full bug. So, this leg means bam, you have to give it everything you got, make the maximum effort, do everything possible, get the full bug.
4: Oh. <laughs> if that doesn't work out for you, be an exterminator.
2: There you go. Oh, I'm so glad that you had the full quote ready for that because hey. you could. The second half is the most important part, but it's the setup. It's the setup to the important bit that just makes, oh boy, Dave never change my dude never change you gotta love what do you say
3: you guys ready to go let's listen to a little the full bug from diver down hell yeah
2: Very cool bluesy setup, but I gotta, I gotta wonder. Uh, so the dog's not gonna let you pass, but
0: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Then the girl's going to bite you in the ass.
2: Not Apparently, the dog. Yeah. The dog. Yeah. Okay. That's a little, all right. Kind of seemed backwards, but hey, Dave writes in mysterious ways sometimes. All I know is he's got his Puerto Rican fence, uh, what do you call them? Puerto Rican fence climbers <laughs> on. So evidently, yeah. So um, but uh hell of a hell of an intro for, uh, or at least not not the intro, but uh when the band comes in, that's that's a hell of a good riff. So um, yeah, I'm very, very excited to get down on the rest of it. Very ice cream man-esque, right? You got David. That's exactly stickers. what I was thinking, but I said, no, nah, that's too
3: easy. I'm like, no, 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 it's there. <laughs> yeah. Golds, what do you think?
4: Uh yeah, I, I would not. I didn't know that Dave played guitar. I thought all he did was twirl a microphone stand around. Uh, which, by the way, if you hadn't seen it, he's like full Barry Manilow uh, out there uh, yeah. when he does this. But um, I, yeah, I like it. And I was thinking, Ice Cream Man. That, that when it came mm-hmm. in, it's but it's got a nice little drive to it. It's not a in-your-face like Ice Cream Man. It seems like it's going to it's going gonna, it's gonna to move along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I heard Ice Cream Man too. But I like, I like like the, like the blues, like you said, like the little, like, like kind of slow guitar and like the, it's like, it was kind of like a hoarser voice. Like it was sounding different.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> he, he has a particular style when he's, uh, when he's doing his little kind of blues medleys. So that's, yeah, it's, it's not, uh, not a surprise that it kind of comes across as ice cream man ish because it same sensibility. That was the Dave wheelhouse. He was influenced by all yeah. That, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it,
3: it's it's the high pitch rock song, especially nowadays he can't do anymore, but this kind of stuff he still pulls it. Right pretty well.
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs>
4: that's the van halen sound that's it right there just that harmony the band going and that's that's what i was talking about when i said about you talk about love it's that yeah that's the magic of van halen right there you know it's all of it not taking any piece of the of the of the song of the job for granted and yeah that's
3: so we uh, talked about Diver Down a little bit. Uh, are you guys a fan uh, of the covers? They did a lot of covers on this album. Obviously, it was very rushed. Uh, they put out pretty well, and it became a surprise hit. Label demanded an album, so it was kind of like half songs they were working on, including the full bug and a bunch of covers. Um, what's your overall impression of uh, Diver Down? Let's start with Nathan.
1: I don't know the last time I've like sat and listened to like a full like this full album. But I really, really like Pretty Woman. And I, I like Dance the Night of Ways on this one, too, I'm pretty sure. But I really like Pretty Woman. This sounds good so far, but I don't know exactly everything on it. But I do know
3: Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty Woman yeah. was the big hit. Uh, Dancing in the Street was the one you're probably thinking of oh, there. Dancing in the street, too. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Which, for some reason, I, all I can ever imagine is the Jagger Bowie version of that. With the ridiculous video
3: oh god that was something wasn't it exactly exactly but
4: <laughs> i and it, it's not just for me pretty woman but 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 the intro intruder listening to them together oh, yeah. it, it just yeah and yeah. full full bug you know I'm, I'm i'm remembering bits of it i was thinking of something else when i said the banter i obviously that's not the right song but um yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not a huge fan of that album. Um you know, probably one off tracks but particularly Pretty Woman. So,
3: yeah. Well, you talked about Intruder being a perfect lead into Pretty Woman. The lead into the full bug was Big Bad Bill is Sweet William now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a fun song. It's a fun song, yeah. Does it fit? I guess kind of into the intro to this one it kind of does, right? Yeah.
4: That's a fun one. Okay. This ain't television,
0: but it's fun.
3: Yeah. When Dave's running lyrics like this, right. Top of his game looks just like an angel, but he's just talking trash. You make conversation, but she's listening to your cash. Mm-hmm. A you very definitive statement. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I definitely do. Even when uh, <laughs> I know I gave him shit at the beginning of it with the whole, with the whole uh, uh, dog bite or not the dog bite in your ass, but the girl it's like, Oh, okay. Um, you know, whatever you're into, but I gotta say uh, lyrics aside though. The, the the unsung heroes so far of the song uh, is the rhythm section of mm-hmm. Alex and Mikey, because they they are just keeping that thing uh fully in its groove and in the swing of it. It's very swingy, this this track, very swingy. And it's not that Alex is or Alex, I'm sorry, it's not that Eddie is doing anything uh bad or off. It's you know, he's he's playing the song, he's playing the riffs. But I don't know, man. When Mikey and Alex are just keeping that thing uh steady. It really, really amplifies the song, even if, uh, you know, you're not sure where the song's going to go. But uh, I I really, really wanted to shout them out because I like what I'm hearing.
4: Yeah, you know, I'll say this. You know, you mentioned Eddie's doing what he's supposed to do, but it's just a nice driving rhythm to it. And when he has a chance, he's coming out with a little bit of, little, little bit of something, you know, a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, a riff here and there and a the break of the song. But it, it just it fits without overpowering or feeling forced into that second or two that he's doing it. Mm -hmm.
2: He's really good about doing that. And uh, when he needs to show off, he does. And I'm, you know, I'm sure we're on the course for that, but uh, yeah, he he knows when to be subtle. So all he wants to
3: give a woman is the best part of a man. What part would that be? What is the best part of a man, Mark? In this instance, I guess it's his wallet. Yeah, there you go. I'm confused by his innuendo. He, he's very, very subtle, very vague.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was just talking about she's she's only listening to your cast. So, you know, yeah. gotta, gotta see. And he's like, all I wanna give you, woman, is the best part of a man. I was like, well, the best part at this moment is your wallet. So, you know, hop to it. And the best part of the song is the guitar solo, and it's coming up
3: next. Ooh.
0: <laughs>
2: Come on. Woo! lot to unpack in that one. First of all, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I have mentioned uh, I'm a sucker for a few things. Musically uh, guitar dive bombs is one thing. I've, I've probably talked about that a lot, but another thing when you can get guitar and bass to uh, play together in unison, the same riffs, something about that, just like the doubling of it. It just makes my heart smile and uh Mikey and and Eddie doing that together uh playing like the same riff essentially uh at at the same time that's just ah it's it's not a nasty riff it's not dirty it's just but it's not clean either you know what I mean I don't know if that makes any sense it's just uh there's just something kind of just sick about that and I I really 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 love that also supposedly uh Roth did the harmonica solo for this one yep he did wow well Kudos to you, Dave.
4: Yeah, no, that was that was really tight. I really like the walking bass that that Mikey yeah. had in that in the middle of Eddie's solo um leading into when they got in the sink. It kind of reminded me a little bit um of um the opener to Mr. Big's uh debut album, Dig to that Rush, where Billy Sheehan mm. and Paul Gilbert were just jamming back and forth with real high speed. Um, kind of like what I think what Wolfgang and, and Eddie did, you know, later on. Uh, but when they got in sync like that, it's 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 pretty amazing.
3: Um, oh yeah. What do you think, young man?
1: I like the harmonica. That I thought that was good. But then I I like like the guitar kind of like led into it. It started like it was like do 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 do, and then he and then Dave Dave picked up the harmonica and then started playing. Mm-hmm. Like I felt the guitar kind of led into it, which was nice.
2: And, yeah, it was uh, al- almost like a, a a transition of what you don't know where the guitar ends and the harmonica begins at first. Uh, yeah, it's a very smooth transition. Um, yeah, I dig that as well. Kind of like a blues jam. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't call it Alex Van Halen too uh, during that section, right? He was just killing it. And uh, yeah. uh, on Twitter this past week at Leighton Brown, a good buddy of ours from In the Lap of the Pods, uh, accused Mark and I of being or uh, getting our knickers wet. Uh, every time we talk about Alex Van Halen. He's not an, an AVH <laughs> fan. Uh, and I, I told him I'm a proud uh, nickerwetter then because I think Alex Van Halen is one of the best rock and roll drummers of all time.
2: Look, if I'm a nickerwetter because of you know our outpour of love of Alex Van Halen, so sue me because look, this show has been a journey for the both of us of rediscovering our love and appreciation of this band, me included, because I've mentioned, I mentioned at the beginning of this journey that, I was always under the impression that Alex was just kind of an okay drummer. I couldn't be more wrong about that. And if you really listen to the things that he is doing, um, and this, that's a Testament to this show and going into, uh, uh, kind of analyzing all the tracks and really listening to what the guys are doing musically, um, you would be a knicker wetter too. If you understand, like just really appreciate what Alex is doing. And cause he is not a meh drummer. Like he's incredible. He is doing things that just would make your head spin. If you try to really figure it out. So, Hey, whatever, consider my knickers drenched. <laughs> I'll just pitch. it. I'm sorry, Brad, no, no, nothing, nothing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I got an itchy trigger figure. I want to get back to the song.
2: Yeah. I'm so in the
0: group on the go, you know. Then they come to my dog, won't let you pass, <laughs> that bad that won't gon' buy your ass for sure.
2: famous fade out. concert ending. Yeah,
3: I thought we get a big concert ending uh, on a jam like that, but no, we got the fade out. Interesting.
2: Well, you know, it's uh, I guess they they just wanted to keep up, keep it swinging and they just swing off into the sunset so it just just kind of fades slowly. So I get it. But yeah, just like, you know, we just we just said uh uh it's kind of a staple with a lot of Van Halen tracks uh where they do the fade out rather than the the concert ending. So not completely out of character. But still, yeah, I would have expected something a little bit more grand. But nevertheless, there it is, the full bug. We gave you the full bug here on the show from the Diver Down album. Not everybody's favorite album, but this uh, and this is actually not one of the covers. Um, So this uh, I'm I'm curious to to hear what people are going to think about this track. But uh, first, before I do that, I have to ask how we feel about this particular track and brad nathan father and son uh duel uh you guys are our honored guests so i'm gonna throw it to you guys first you know how this show works if you've listened to it you just let us know is i'll start with you brad uh you you guys can take turns brad would you say that this track from diver down the full bug is what dreams are made of or is the dream over
4: You know, it, it, it's fun. It's peppy. Well done lyrics. Uh, in fact, you you know, you you don't even hear the, the title's not even in in, in the song anywhere. Uh, you got a really tight rhythm section, a really nice blues riff. I really like, um, uh, I like Eddie's hook, you know, what he's got going on in there. Really like it. The band is just playing tight. Um, You know, the 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 quick fade out, I think, kind of works on something like this. It's 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 not it's not a heavy jam Um, and uh, yeah, great solo just all around and, and, you know, harmonica. Who doesn't like a good harmonica? Uh, So thumbs up.
2: Thumbs up. There's one vote for yes on the on the panel so far. So uh, young Nathan, we throw it to you, my dude. Do you feel that uh, this particular era of Van Halen, this particular track of the full bug is what dreams are made of? Or for you, is the dream over?
1: Um, I, I really, I really liked the the drums. Like I, I felt at the, like, like that was the first thing, like I really like noticed was like Alex playing the drums really well. And then I didn't even care as much about the lyrics. Like I wasn't paying attention to that, but I really felt like all the instruments in the song, like really came together well. And like with the harmonica, that was nice. I liked, and I felt too, like the song, like, at the beginning was like the bluesy and then it picked up and then it faded out. Like I felt it was all different throughout the entire song, but it all like worked well.
2: Words never true or spoken. Uh, didn't even care about the lyrics at the time. Yeah. I remember those days too. Cause it's like, it's just Van Halen. Give me the music. Let me, let me hear what the music sound like. Don't give a shit what Dave's saying. Um, so, all right. Well said, well said. That's two votes so far. So then. Corey, uh, are you going to be the stick in the mud uh, and give it a down vote or uh, are you going to be swayed by the uh, the blue sensibilities of the full bug and say it's what dreams are made of?
3: scott monroe for manifesting the full bug this is always one of my favorites off diver down uh like a lot of people probably my least favorite especially least favorite dave album in the catalog um but still graded album uh we're currently mark if you look at the voting uh we've covered uh five songs before this one and we're five and oh uh, we liked all five on there uh so here's another one i'm up voting uh this is six for me now um, probably my favorite, uh, non cover uh, on diver down is, is the full Buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not taking anything away from little guitars or, or where have all the good times gone or sorry, that was a, a kinks cover, but, uh, you know, some <laughs> of the other originals on there. Um, absolutely fantastic. I, I agree with uh, Nathan. Yeah, I didn't really care about the lyrics either. Just give me a cool line or two. The music is so damn good. Lyrics don't really matter so much at a song like that, like that, right. Uh, the rhythm section killed it. Uh, The harmonies were on point. Mikey's killing it on the bass, Alex on the drums. The solo was fire. And Dave, you know, should have played a little more guitar, a little more harmonica because it really fit in this song. And it was four guys jamming and having a great time. It's absolutely what dreams are made of. But Mark Meyer, oh, my goodness. Uh, You've been known to be a contrarian in the past. You seemed somewhat positive during the recording of the show. But now it's time to make it official. Is this what dreams are made of? Or is this dream over? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it.
2: I think it's becoming more and more apparent that my time away from Diver Down is actually doing me now uh, a lot of good. Because as you say, we're we're pretty, uh, pretty positive on this album thus far. And to be honest with you, I everyone says this is not their favorite uh, Dave era album. And I'm starting to think, well, why not? Because so far, the ones we've covered uh, have all been pretty good bangers. Uh, This one is no exception Uh, from the start of its uh, sort of rockabilly sort of uh, tone, or at least when the band comes in uh, uh, the rockabilly sort of sense of it. But Dave's uh, blues influence that uh, he does very, very well. We talk about his wheelhouse a lot. This is his wheelhouse. Um, Brad very, uh, very cleverly pointed out that this sounds like Van Halen, like the, what people think of, When they think of Van Halen, what is that particular sound? I think this song is also one of several uh, great examples of what classic Van Halen sounds like to people. Certainly, uh, it's... it's the up tempo, the the fact that it's kind of one of those uh, upbeat rock songs, uh, or you know, heavy metal, hard rock, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's it's got that Van Halen flavor. It's the flavor that we all love. It's what brought us here. It's why it's what brought you here to this show. That Van Halen flavor. Do I enjoy uh, all aspects of Van Halen flavor? Because Van Halen is a spectrum. Uh, yes, yes, I do. But. This is a particular era that is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. And it's clear to see clear to understand why when you hear a song like the full bug, I wasn't I wasn't sure that I knew full bug. And I'm still kind of uh, racking my brains as to when I heard it before, because I'm sure I have. But it just it didn't come to me. So I'm just going to say that this was a fresh listen. And this song absolutely hit. All the numbers for me. Uh, great, so two great solos from two different instruments. That was great. I I now really wish uh, Dave had done more harmonica stuff. Uh, maybe he just didn't feel like it, or they just didn't write uh, enough songs that he felt he could contribute it to it. I don't know. Maybe or maybe they just didn't want to be lumped in with a band like Blues Traveler or something like that. Who knows? There 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 are many uh, uh, guesses. We're not experts, so we can't tell you. All I can tell you is that as a listener, this hit all the right buttons for me. So the full bug, absolutely full-fledged What Dreams Are Made Of. It is uh, just a very good track from a very, very good album. I encourage you all to give it a re-listen. Give Diver Down another try. All of you that say is like, eh, it's not my favorite Dave Ayer album. It's like, okay, but I don't know. Give it another listen, even the covers.
3: Absolutely. So. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry.
4: The album, that analogy is sort of like that. That saying, you know, uh, about um, you know, bad pizza, it's still pretty good. It's still Van Halen, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, right. It may not be my favorite, but it's still pretty good. You know.
2: Yeah. It's still pretty good in all things considered, like Van Halen. It may not be uh, great, but pretty good in the Van Halen catalog is still a uh, pretty high praise, I would say. So, yeah, I, I agree with that uh, that analogy. 100%.
3: But now, gentlemen, it's time to play my favorite game. Oh, that's boy. How many times did Van Halen play the full bug in concert without cheating? Uh, we're going to start with uh, with Mark Kamire. Uh, Mark, how many times do you think Van Halen played the full bug
2: live? I don't want to throw out rules. Yeah. So I don't want to throw out the number that I'm thinking because that just feels like a a cop out. So I'm just going to say they played this song 10 times, 10
3: times. All right. So you're definitely going for the under. Remember it's closest to the actual number without going over. Uh, Let's go to Brad next. Brad, how many times do you think Van Halen played the full bug?
4: Not many, but I'm going to go, I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that one guy go, go 11, (laughs) 35, 35, I'm going to say say the Diver Down tour, maybe once or twice, that's, I'm going to go with 35.
3: All right. 35. So Nathan, you got to be a jerk to your dad and pick 36 or.
1: (laughs) Um, I was thinking like
3: 23, 23, Uh, 23, okay. And the winner is Brad. The actual retail price, one hundred and fifteen times. Wow, <laughs> <was> way off. <laughs> eighty four times in nineteen eighty two, another fifteen in nineteen eighty three, and then they busted it out sixteen times in twenty twelve. Okay.
2: as well. I- they should. This is a killer track. So yeah, you know what? Great. I'm I'm happy to be wrong again. <laughs>
4: yeah, I enjoy going when you go to, later on you go to a concert and they, and they and and they'll go in and they'll throw in some. Uh, Old deep tracks. We we saw Springsteen um, earlier this year, and he busted out four from his original album. Wow. And they weren't all releases. It's like, holy cow, right? I'd imagine somebody seeing me in a concert in 2012 and this this song pops up, you know. They're going to be... Wet for Alex, right? That's the uh that's the new phrase, right? That's your next T-shirt. Apologies again. Wet for Alex. Wet for Alex. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Kevin Brown, you're still looking.
2: Get on it. <laughs> yeah. You're still there, Kev. Yeah, you can get real, real creative with that design. <laughs> just make, sure it's, make sure it says Wet for Alex. Knicker <laughs> <laughs> wetter for
3: Alex.
4: There
2: you go. Knicker, oh, n- yeah, like, oh, or just <laughs> yeah, or give me a shirt that says Knicker n- wetter. Yeah. Uh, oh man, because because then you walk around wearing that, and people are going like, "Wait, what?" And it's like, ah, a little inside. If you want to yeah. know, if, if you want to understand know, the know. reference, yeah. if you know, you know. If you don't, go check out this podcast. It's pretty cool. Right. Uh, so there you go. All right. Awesome stuff. Well, we've done it. Another one on the books. Another track off of the wheel. The the text just getting a little bit bigger, a little bit more clear to see. So, uh, but we're not uh, we're not done yet. Where there's so much more to to come. And uh, speaking of more to come, you guys, we have a Patreon. We've talked about it the last couple of shows, but we're gonna keep talking about it because we want to get you interested. We want to get those of you who uh, who who aren't signed up yet. It get you a little interested because we're not just doing you a favor of uh of reading out your tweets live. No, no, they're awesome perks. You can be like Brad and Nathan right here. Like they're on the show. You can be on the show. Find a tier where you get to be part of it. Um, if you've been on the uh the the long wait list all this time, first of all, we apologize, but second of all. You want to get there quicker, join the Patreon, uh, kick a few bucks our way, find a tier that works for you, or you can be one of the uh, the lurkers where you can you maybe not be on the show, but you can watch our process. So all the unedited uh, goodness, all of the just absolute chaos that sometimes uh, our show can become, you can be privy to that. Uh, and doesn't that sound exciting? Doesn't that sound awesome? Sure, it does. So find a tier on the Patreon, go to it. But and more uh, coming. More coming. Patreon, Mark and I yes. are talking about doing some exclusive, uh, exclusive shows uh, on the Patreon as well. So that's what I mean. Yeah. So more to come because like uh, more shows. They're they're on the way. A uh, little exclusive. So if you you want to hear the exclusives, find the tier. Find it. Be a part of it. Let us know. Uh, and then if you just uh, if you don't want to join a particular tier, but you feel like supporting us, we appreciate that as well. So. Do what you got to do. There are already some Patreon members that uh, I'm going to read out for you tonight. So uh, thank you. Big shout out to our Patreon uh, members, Rave of Flav, uh, Josh, Greg Zito, Don detalo Ch- Chaz Charles, uh, Sean Geek, Kevin Brown, Perliniker, Le- uh, Scott Monroe, and of course, Ryan Powell. Thank you guys so, so much for being a part of this Uh th- for your continuous support, keeps the lights on and keeps us going, uh, with a uh, more drive and determination and more excitement, because as I say, there's a lot more stuff that, uh, we can offer you. Corey doesn't podcast enough. He wants to podcast even more. So join our Patreon and make him do it. Uh, you can absolutely demand it. There's a tier for that. So, uh, <laughs> if, if you want to make sure Corey, uh, never sleeps, then uh join our patreon and uh join a tier so um on behalf of of Corey and myself Corey will you please let the people know where they can find all the goodness of the show
3: yes sir they can find us of course at uh, ww.podcastrock.com catch up on old shows uh links to the patreon on there it's patreon.com rock uh, get some merch. We got some great merch. My kids are bugging me like hell to get some new merch uh, before our concert season so we can wear it to show. So that's going to be good. I'm going to be broke. So we need more patrons so I can afford to buy w- of my own merch. Kevin Brown in the chat has already said, uh, went for Alex, done. So there's another shirt I got to pick up now. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Kevin, uh, you can find us on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Podcast little Rock. And, of course, you can find us as part of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Very quickly, I'll run down the shows for you. Myself, John Mariano, and Scott Haskin do a show called "Backtracks: Aerosmith Revisited." They're teasing a farewell tour that's going to be dropping on Monday. Uh, myself Ooh. and John also do a show, "Backtracks: Theme Music," talking music and movies. Uh, Scott Haskin does the Right Heap, the Magicians podcast. Nate and John at the Deep Purple podcast. The Simple Men at Skinner Reconsidered. Terry T Bone Mathley at T Bone's Prime Cuts on the Other Side. Riots, Sabbath, Bloody Podcast, Paul, Joan, David at In the Lap of the Pods, Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, George and Hattie at Judas Priestcast, Clay and Ryan, North by South podcast, Greg and Jonathan at so far, so pod, so what talking all things, Megadeth, Kevin Brown at the Tom Petty project. And Kevin with his good buddy, Randy Woods at seaside pod review, talking all things, queen, Quinn at, and volume for all. Sav, Nick, Stephen, Mark at the rock roulette podcast and Chaz and Greg at regarding Lulu. And don't forget to support. Our other friends like the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast, You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast. Of course, the DLR cast and the bogus Otis show, Pot of Thunder still, the uh, recognized symbol of excellence of rock and roll podcasting, booked on rock with Eric Sanich and dissect that film.
2: Hell yeah. Good stuff. All we've got you covered here at the deep dive podcasting network. Literally we've got you covered. it's, It's all there. You'll find something you will enjoy. Uh, you can find me at Mark the bat on Twitter and Instagram. Give me a shout out. Uh, let me hear your thoughts about why you think ain't talking about love was what dreams are made of. I I'm still, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one, but nevertheless. Oh, and, uh, once again, Brad, Nathan, Thank you guys so much. Uh, a special, uh, uh, I mentioned the Patreon users and special donation from from Brad and Nathan. So thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for being on the show. I hope you had a good time.
4: Absolutely. Get to do this with him. And and uh, just indulge me for a second, because I want to, you know, I know you guys, um, you put a lot of time into this. And uh, I found you on a, I don't even remember how I found you. It was probably about episode 10 or so. You guys are awesome. Appreciate what you do. It's given me a new appreciation for a, not only a band that I love, but looking at something differently. And if I find when I go to concerts now where I'm listening to new songs, I'm listening with, with a different ear than I used to listen to something before breaking it down and trying to isolate some things, but just appreciate all that you guys are doing. And it, it, it gives me a nice uh, thing to do and listen to on my uh, boring ass commute in the morning. So
3: um, just, just thanks. Thank you very much for that. That's great. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you. Th- thank you for having Bye. us. It was, oh, it was, it was great to you. Yeah. Having it. yeah. I, I loved having a... Because uh, I'm quite old. Uh, Mark's a little bit younger, but it was nice having an actual youngster who's being brought up right, listening to... Like, you're wearing a R shirt, which is fucking great. You're listening to Van Halen, which is fucking great. You're going to concerts. Go out and see as many bands as you can, buddy. That's yes. the way you live life, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing with my 15-year-old daughter, except she's making me take her to Nickelback. Uh, like, I, I love my kid, but... <laughs>
4: We have limits right we all yeah. have limits <laughs> but, but you're doing it with your kid and that's what matters yeah, exactly exactly
2: L- look she's just trying to be patriotic and support you know Canada's own that's that's all I she guess, just yeah. uh you know, yeah you know you gotta you gotta you gotta respect that and uh yeah. look say what you want about uh the band's songs but you know they, they go back they it's hard to it's hard to hate on them too much because it's like you you want them to be complete assholes, but I, apparently they're not complete assholes. Which, not.
3: Yeah, they were best friends with yeah. like Minnie Paul and, and the guys from Pantera and stuff. And yeah,
2: and it, uh, it, you know they they've got a breadth of knowledge uh when it comes to like rock and and metal bands within their grasp, and they're very respectful for uh, uh with the other bands as well. So you you got to respect them for that. uh Again, say what you want about the music that they right, but it is what it is. Uh but uh God bless your daughter for, for you know keeping the love alive because well, I tell you what, the, hey, the
3: trade off is I take her to Nickelback, she's coming with me to kiss. So I, I think I win.
2: I I yeah maybe maybe you (laughs) went maybe maybe there yeah i don't know it's i i just i i don't know what kiss sounds like live these days it's all the tracks so they'll they'll sound great they're playing all the tracks so yeah well then great then then she's in for a hell of a show a hell of a stage show let's put it that way so hell yeah to that and uh and hell yeah to all of you uh out there listening uh share with your friends let them know tell especially your van halen friends we know you got them everybody out there is a van Halen. there's there's so so many people in your circle i guarantee you are van halen fans and you don't even realize it you got to ask you got to talk to them blast some van halen and then tell them while they're at it hey if you really are into this band you should check out this podcast where they take a take a listen to them one track at a time that's us we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later